Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. So what's your deodorant situation been like? I mean, I'm putting on deodorant and serum on my face and moisturizer and everything, but I'm not putting makeup on. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I haven't even noticed that. But to me personally, I have not really been putting deodorant on. (laughs) Only if I shower, if I'm going to go outside, I'll put it on. But if I'm going to be home, there's no point for me. And then I, mean, I, I end up smelling it later when I work out and I, and I raise my arms Ew. like I'm doing the YMCA. Oh, God. And then I smell it. But the besides YMCA that, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. It's not our workout now. <laughs> YMCA. That's funny you mentioned the makeup. I really haven't noticed. It's, uh, it's better then. I you mean, should just not put it on ever again. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I've been putting on way too much makeup for no reason. I would put on makeup and then I'd break out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh. You know, maybe that's just hormonal, even though it wasn't like cystic hormonal acne. It was like small, you know, texture issues. And now I'm realizing I think it's just makeup in general doing that to my skin. Maybe I just have really sensitive skin because without makeup, my skin is like glowing and, you know, perfectly fine. G-L-O-W. Let her glow. (laughs) I'm glowing. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The glow up is real with this quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) I put on a, you know, foundation going to the market the other day because I was like, okay, let me look like, you know, decent and put together. Then I came back. I was breaking out. So your skin wasn't used to it. I'm not into this anymore. That's the thing. Your skin forgot how makeup was. And then once, boom, you put it on. It's like, what is this? I guess I'm just better off without you makeup. Better off without you. Alrighty. Well, ladies. If you, have, if you can tell from the start of this podcast, we're going to make this episode a fun one. We are basically just going to make this one about the podcast, about us, about Talia and me, and just like 10 little facts or questions that we got from you guys. Yeah. We, we asked online on Instagram at pcos.weightloss. Uh, what are some 10 things you guys want to know about us? Or what are some things you want to know about us? And we got the top 10 and put them together. Now yeah. we have a list. Yeah, whenever you see those stickers on Instagram story, it's usually for a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. let's start with the first question. Yes. Number one, how do we meet and how did you, Talin, tell him about PCOS? Mm. We <laughs> met on Tinder. Tinder. And it's so funny when you think about it now, but yeah, Tinder. I know, I can't believe that. I wonder if people are Tindering now that we're quarantined. I think so, but I hear more now that it's very hard to Tinder, like... People are not people are not able to go on serious dates as as easy as it used to be a couple of years mm. ago. Maybe the it's pool saturated. Has changed. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of bots. I think I hear. Oh. I don't know why I hear these things. I'm why just, are you <laughs> hearing these things? No, no that's what oh. people say when like, oh, how did you and Tali meet? And I'm be like, oh, through Tinder. And I'm like, have you tried Tinder? They're like, yeah, but Tinder's just not that thing. That's what they always say. Oh. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, my friend has said that. I do remember exactly where I was sitting when I swept right. I really? Knew. I was sitting on my sister's blue velvet couch in our apartment in downtown LA. There I was, tindering it up, you know, <laughs> and looking for a husband. No, <laughs> I was just like trying to date. And then I saw your profile and you had linked it to Instagram. 
So then I stalked what? your Instagram. I no, I didn't. Stalked you on Instagram, found out you were Armenian because your name isn't very Armenian. So I was like, uh, you know, let me see what, what this yeah. is about because you were cute. So I was like, okay, let's see if he's Armenian. <laughs> then you were. And I was like, You're oh, such a stalker. Oh I didn't gosh. know that. And then, like, people were commenting in Turkish. So I was like, oh, man, he's Armenian from Turkey, just like me. I have to give him a chance. You so have then. To. <laughs> have to under the contract. <laughs> so then it's I hilarious. swept right. And then you took me on a great date. Yeah, it was in Hollywood. I think the place was called um, the Church Key. It's closed now, but that was a fun day. That day was so long, too. I remember we, like. Yeah. We we met at like eight eight thirty and like we left at like one or two a.m. Which is pretty long for a date because yeah. we went to dinner, and then we just like we basically went to one bar and then went to get like, you know, uh, some sort of like after drinks and then desserts after. We're just like bouncing from spot to spot. It was mm-hmm. it was good. It mm-hmm. was a good time. I definitely enjoyed you. <laughs> Enjoyed your time. What was your first impression? Give you another chance. <laughs> what was your first impression? My first impression was great. It was, uh, it was very fun. I don't know, like I, to remember details. I, I felt like, your eyes were like what really got me. You have like these puppy eyes. I felt Aww. like the way you looked at me. You were like, please take care of me. No. I need a <laughs> oh my god, you're crazy. <laughs> that's certainly not the narrative of I, our relationship, I, I, but that's fine. <laughs> You I'm probably noticed my eyes because you couldn't hear me because you were that deaf on yes. our first date. Yeah, I had just come back from Cancun with my friends for a bachelor party. And on the way back, I don't know if I had a flu or a cold or something. Your ears hadn't popped from yeah. the airplane. My ears, like when we went up on the plane and went down, they, they didn't pop. And like I just had this like almost like fluid like thing in my ears and it didn't go away for like two weeks and but like it was whispering on our date yeah it was hilarious i remember like i heard a glass (laughs) drop and i was like did you like glass drop and talian was like that's the fourth time this happened haven't you heard the other ones i was like no (laughs) yeah Uh, that was interesting i was like gosh he's a shy guy he doesn't you know project his voice and you know he's really introvert little did did you know i'm a maniac exact (laughs) opposite of who you are Gosh. <laughs> all right oh well uh the other part of the question was how did you tell me about pcos um on the date i told you i eat gluten and dairy free so you ordered me a gluten-free drink in mm-hmm. a gold pineapple cup and later on down the line you bought me a gold pineapple cup which we have and um but I don't think, did I tell you PCOS on the first date? Maybe, maybe I like glossed over it. it well, like you told me because of my hormones. during the date you were gluten and dairy free. So that like we had to, Yeah, you know? I may have elaborated on it. Yeah. But maybe you told me on the second date, like more about it. Like, yeah. But I think we handled it pretty well. <laughs> I know. I think you handled it fine. No, you, you told me like the basic stuff. No, go ahead. You should explain it. Yeah, I told you the basic stuff and I didn't. I had a pretty good hold of my PCOS at that point in my life. Like my acne had just cleared before I had met you because I figured out, you know, I really need to cut out dairy. I was like partially cutting out dairy. No, I really had to cut it out. Mm. That really cleared my skin. I did laser facials. That really helped. Anyways, by the time I met you, like I had it all pretty much together. Yeah. Except the workout portion, (laughs) which we figured out together. Um, So then when I told you it wasn't really that 
crazy of a thing but yeah, i imagine had under control, people who are listening maybe they got diagnosed while being in a relationship or maybe they're already married and they just realized um but in any case you should confidently approach it when you're speaking with somebody about it because yeah. you know you'll figure it out like there are things out there that you can do you have to be patient it takes a lot of work sometimes to really investigate your health um and I know we're lucky that I figured it out before I met you. Yeah. But well, we should go into the second fact right now, which is Tallinn's PCOS journey. Like since you're talking about mm. what you did, babe, like why don't we talk about that? The second question the that came um, in the questionnaire was what was Tallinn's PCOS journey like? Mm. It was long and it took like a long time to investigate my health and figure things out. And um you know, had I been with someone, yes, I imagine it would have been difficult, especially because there wasn't a lot of resources at the time when I was diagnosed, like online, there wasn't a lot of help, like in terms of Instagrams and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I imagine it would have been challenging to be in a relationship at that time. But yeah. it was like there were ups and like, you know, my skin was bad at one point Then I had to figure that out. You know, by the time you figure it out, like a year goes by of like miserably living with terrible skin. Yeah. And um, I had lost 30 pounds after going gluten and dairy free. And the only reason why I went gluten and dairy free was because I went to naturopathic doctors instead of my gynecologist who was only prescribing me birth control. Is that who diagnosed you? Like, well, how were you diagnosed? Yeah, oh, I, I remember your cyst the ruptured. cyst ruptured. Yeah. And then I went to the hospital and they said, oh, you have PCOS. And it was just the most like. And then I went to the gyno afterwards and she was like, okay, PCOS. And she handed me birth control so pre prescription. And I was like, I have so many questions. And she yeah. didn't answer any of them. Ugh. Then I went to Google and it was like, cut carbs and like, don't eat anything. <laughs> like yeah. work out more. So I did that. And, and that you know. certainly didn't work. And um, I had no concept of like hormonal health at the time and what I could possibly do to help myself. So then... I was like, okay, this these gynos aren't going to help me. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go to a naturopathic doctor. That was also overwhelming because then they told me everything I needed to do at once. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in college. Like, how do you apply all of this? All of these supplements, gluten and dairy free, um, you know, don't touch plastic, everything organic. Like, it's crazy for a college student at that time. Like but the, I took it one step at a time. Yeah, it's like one of the hardest times to like, I would say, go through PCOS because yeah. you're trying to learn and go through life. And at the same time, it's a life changing event. Your and body is like, yeah. Mess. And we should mention we're planning a future episode where we talk about PCOS and how that is for college. a college student or like any, you know, like in that age range, like going through it and like when you're going through life and trying to deal with PCOS at the same time. So yeah. we'll have that coming to you very soon. Yeah. But the best takeaway from that is I, I took it like one step at a time. I went gluten and dairy free absolutely one bite at a time. I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself to like be perfect at it. It took like a whole year to get used to the gluten and dairy free lifestyle. Even mm -hmm. then I was like, I can eat a little dairy. And then because I, I don't eat any gluten, but like I ate a little dairy for like a few years and I was breaking out really badly till I finally was like, no. That's yeah. why my skin is breaking out. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Even with like the working out portion, like you found that out like years later. Yeah, how to, when we like, met. Yeah, how to better work out and stuff. So it all comes in time and going slow, like you said. And yeah. I'm glad you, you, you're able to but, figure it all out like that. Yeah, and it all comes back down to, you know, everything happens for a reason. And now we're here 
helping all these women not have to go through the 10 year struggle yes. that I went through. <laughs> or if you already did, you can just stop struggling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. You know, inspire them. So it's it was all worth it. It's great, babe. I love it. All right. Uh, let's go to number three. Sirak, what do you do and how did you get involved with uh, Talia and PCOS weight loss? Tell us, babe. So uh, I am actually an engineer. I work for a company that uh, deals with making stuff for like nuclear power plants and stuff of that nature. So uh, I work as that as my daytime job. And Talia and I, like when we were dating and when we got married, uh, we like we're doing these workouts and we realized that like or like telling realized oh wait why are you working out differently like this is i'm not used to this slow weighted approach like doing slow weighted workouts with the weights and stuff like that she was used to doing like like going around like running sprints like hit things like where you're just going workout after workout so you know through teaching her how to work out and seeing the results and like we started to show that to others I became a personal trainer and then I focused on uh, PCOS, helping women with PCOS and especially uh, focusing on the personal training in that area. So through uh, learning and just working with Tallinn, like being honestly, like I will be, com- to be completely honest on the podcast, I'm more fulfilled doing this than any time like I've done with my engineering job. Like in it, like all these 10 years I worked there, this is more fulfilling in the last couple of years. So just want all of you to know that and because of that that's how i got involved and why i got involved basically yeah and sirak discovered his incredible ability of producing and content creation oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah since we've gotten married totally that's like one of my favorite things yeah you should see our setup right now this, po- <laughs> this whole podcast was his idea I'm, i was not planning on doing a podcast until you were like you know we should really like branch out and you know do this thing and it's so out of my element I mean, but I don't want to take credit because you're the reason this podcast is what it is. But it was my idea to do this podcast. Idea. I would have never and I implemented bought, I this. I forced to like buy the equipment yeah. and the equipment came one day and I was like, babe, it's sitting. We're going to do it. We're going to set it up and we're going to get going. But like, absolutely, babe, like I, you're the star of the show. Oh, no. stop it. You it's are PCOS. Well, I mean, I know. To me, you're the star. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, but really, I would have never like bought this you know microphone <laughs> like oh, you see that got all like the great pro- um, the great thing about about a good relationship is where you push each other out of their boundaries yeah. you know i just like looked at it and was like okay i know the tech stuff really passionate about this yeah i know the tech stuff you know the whole you know compassion and all that jazz <laughs> <laughs> all right uh next, next question one, number four uh what are your favorite tv shows talking well this is a great question because I love to watch, like, um, Kiki TV. Like, just <laughs> the Wendy Williams show, The Real, Keeping just Up with the drama, Kardashians. Like, r- real TV drama, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Real Housewives as much. It, like, gives me anxiety with all the screaming and yelling for no reason. And there's just, like, to me, I, I haven't really, I'm not into it that much. But The Real, I love and they they are like the best ho- because it reminds me of the 90s and like early 2000s mm-hmm. the hosts are like Tamara Maori, Adrian Bailon, like people that I used I to like watch them. on TV. And we did go to their live show. We yeah. sat right in the front um one of their uh Tamara's 
mean, I don't know. Tamara's she, assistant. Yeah, Tamara's assistant was, um, she was a fan. You know, we were able to go and get a seat there and watch the show. Yeah, it was amazing. I love the reel. And then the Kardashians, of course, because I'm Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy Williams. I just think she's funny. And the way she talks is like, yeah. so like, ugh. I hear, and I hear this all the time from the other room. It's just like, I hear like, and did y'all hear that? And then like round of applause. And Italian's like, yeah. Okay, what's your favorite show? I mean, I like, let's just say I like high quality shows. <laughs> I just like stuff like, you know, like Sopranos or like The Wire, like things like that. But then I love comedy like Chappelle's show and uh, silly stuff like Workaholics or like me and Tyler and I are watching Monk as like, you know, one of those like nighttime when we relax kind of shows, like things like that. I don't know. I'm not really too into reality TV shows or I love. No, hor- that's so not you. Yeah. Reality. I love horror. But Tallinn hates horror, so we can barely, we never watch horror. I sometimes try to like throw in a thriller with a little bit of horror, like sneakingly. Sometimes it works, <laughs> but if like if it starts with like a really horrible scene, Tallinn's like, oh hell no, close I'm the shit. done, close it. So that's like rare. So I don't know. That's that's pretty I much me. I could barely get myself into Monk, but now I'm obsessed. Yeah, it takes a minute. I mean, it gets gross. Okay. <laughs> All right, number five. This is a good one. I think a lot of sisters can relate. Number five, is your family supportive? My family is, uh, somebody said my family is pretty much eating gluten and dairy free too. So Italian, that's like directed towards you. And it's about really like about PCOS and is your family supportive about that? Oh yeah. I mean, ever since I started, they, my mom was like cooking gluten and dairy free versions of different foods, Mm -hmm. um, which is awesome. And my sister is now gluten and dairy free and so is my mom um my dad pretty much by default (laughs) you know everyone was pretty supportive they there was like an adjustment period where because we eat a lot of traditional armenian food my mom was like in a state of shock that i wasn't eating certain things and like offended at the same time (laughs) but we moved past it you know i just had to learn and understand why you were doing it it wasn't like directed towards her or her like cooking yeah you have to just do what's good for you and then everyone will see you you know lose weight or heal or your skin and this and that and then they'll be like oh my gosh she was right we were wrong and that's it (laughs) you know you don't um yeah i understand you know why somebody would ask this though like Oftentimes it's hard to push through and be, you know, try a new diet, gluten and dairy free or um, anything new when you live with somebody who's not supportive or like bringing you down or making fun or Mm -hmm. um, doesn't want to like cook accommodatingly, which is fine. Then you're going to have to do it yourself and um, take action for your for your health. It doesn't depend on other people. Of course. And I think we read something in the sticker that somebody had said there um you know what do you have you told your husband was he supportive was his family supportive like yeah that's you a know big about one the too. infertility risks and all of these up. things not that part but i was gonna bring yeah. up the like the in-laws were they supportive and i think in my case they were like oh, yeah. my mom I, ma- I remember she made like gluten-free like uh, um versions of some like you know armenian foods and stuff but yeah. like but it's not know, always it shouldn't be to anyone's problem. Like if anyone is talking about it in a way that's like offending you, I understand if you're offended, but like it's not their problem. Like it's you 
you know, it's you taking care of your body, like whether they like it sure. or not, whether they like that you're gluten-free or dairy-free or not, whether they're judging you about the infertility risk of like having PCOS. Eh, like, me, I never really thought about here. that. Like, I don't need yeah. your opinions, totally. you know? Yeah. has never even thought about it yeah because if you're married to someone you know especially your spouse like maybe maybe you found out you had pcos after you got married and then you find out that the fertility is going to be an issue after you got married if your spouse is not supporting you through this you know difficult time mm -hmm. which you know i don't want to speak too boldly like i know understand that it can be difficult if like the spouse wants to have a child but come on like you gotta be it's, you have, like, to, be you have to be a team yeah there's no separation or i in the in team. Yeah. like it's a having a relationship is like keeping this like this household together and unfortunately if one side goes through something the other side has to you know bring them bring back, it up back up and not, not like push, put them, back push them back down worse exactly yeah, yeah exactly so I mean, that question, like, bothered me when I read that on the sticker. Like, how does Sina's family feel about PC? Get out of here. Like, I don't <laughs> care. What? Like, I don't care what anyone thinks of my PCOS. Yeah. Okay, let's not be rude. No. But I know what you're not saying. Not to your family. I, like, I, I, in general. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. I don't No, like I, I totally agree with you. You should never care what anybody thinks about your own like symptoms your own diagnosis you're doing what you can to help yourself how, how dare anybody say yeah do one thing or the other and that's or that period you. exactly period that's that end of story like they're perfect you should never even consider Let's their side of their the story the world no yeah. <laughs> okay i'm All done and right. tangent let's move on to a, uh, a little bit more fun subject number six who dresses better i love this question <laughs> love it love it i like to say me, <sighs> me. but you are good too I am more than good. So the, here's the thing with Talia. Talia dresses great, but she goes for these. Wait, I'm gonna close the window because there's somebody just. It sounds like they're just whacking a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna pick up from here as he closes oh, the window. You. Okay, I have great style. Although sometimes I like to look trendy, which does often translate to cheap okay if that's not <laughs> you know the right way no, to say it, it i'm not sometimes, sure sometimes or i'll just say half the times you buy new clothes is something that like you could wear once and then the second time you wear it, everybody will know you wore it again because it's like something that's like so okay i like a statement sometimes statement. <laughs> i mean it's fun like a jumpsuit I like that has a pattern like but I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a subtle you know Sort of like Sirak has a classier style. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm here's classy. the thing: it's just something. will wear. Some, this is my favorite favorite part of the process, <laughs> and I think she enjoys it too. Like Tanya will wear something, and she'll be like, "What do you think, baby?" And I, like I'll actually, I will get involved. I'll be like, "Change that out and put this. Tuck that out. Tuck this back in. Do that. Like as in like your shirt. Put this there, and then." He's the Kanye to my kin. Exactly. I feel like a Kanyezy. I'm just like directing her. I'm like, "Tuck your shirt in now." Okay, let me see. Turn around. Okay, you're good. And then, like, if she, you have elevated many an outfit, I would say so. We went shopping together one time, and like, you got like four things that like I found for you. I was like, man, what? This is this is I, great. I <laughs> like taking fashion advice from you or my sister or my mom because it it's like a new, fresh perspective. I gravitate towards the same things, you know. One would say a better perspective. So <laughs> one might say a better perspective. I'm not saying I have the best 
style. I'm just but right. I like my style. And sometimes no, it's annoying when you don't let me or I mean not let me, but like when you don't support my trendy Well I'm not gonna let you go into the wilderness <laughs> and make a f- fool of yourself. Stop. No, okay. FYI ladies, I wear what I want. Yeah. But of course. Oh, oh my gosh. Professionalism time coming at you. <laughs> okay, next question. Alrighty. Uh, number seven. Who would die first in a zombie apocalypse? Man. Okay. I'm going to say me. You, but I would protect your ass so good. I would, like, put you out over my shoulder and, like, put you in the car and we'd be out. FYI, my dream is an apocalypse. It's such a shame that this corona thing, obviously, this corona thing is horrible. <laughs> it's such a shame that so it's horrible. not a zombie apocalypse but I'm just saying, instead of I will, I've always, Yeah, I've always been looking for, like, this catastrophic event one day, like, oh, you know, God. like a movie like San Andreas, and, like, having the opportunity to, like, save my family. Oh, my goodness. Be the Dwayne Johnson, the rock of my life. God and, forbid. And this corona thing happens. And you can't even do anything about it. It's invisible. Someone breathes on you. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what to do here. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I don't mean to be insensitive. I'm sorry. I'm Not sorry. dead, but like, I, I, I don't mean dead. I mean, <sighs> you're sick. Done. Like, oh, now I'm sick. I can't do anything. And you can't even go outside. You're quarantined. You can't do anything about it. It's just so. The only way to fight it is to stay at home. That's not enough action for you. <laughs> you're the one that wants a zombie apocalypse. I need action. All right. Well, I'm for sure dying in a zombie apocalypse before okay, the zombie you. even kills me. I'm dead. So let's face you. the fact. What's something you're proud of? Oh, I have one. What's yours? Okay. Highlight of my life. Once upon a time, I was doing meal prep for people, you know, just <clears throat> cooking healthy meals, whatever it may be. Um, and I was reached out to by somebody from college who is the assistant to somebody famous. And she asked me to cook for this famous person. And that famous person is Solange Dolls. And that means a lot to you because you are obsessed with Beyonce. And you got to geek. You like Solange too, but you got close to Beyonce's sister. You were one sibling apart. I was apart. like one sibling away. It was the highlight of my entire career slash life besides our wedding day cooking for Solange Knowles. It's amazing, babe. It was the best thing that ever happened. So proud of you. my whole career. I'm proud of you. And you can do even more. It was the great, like I literally threw myself on the ground <laughs> and was like, OMG, how did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, that was, that was okay. what about you? <laughs> no, I was just saying that was like a, a, like a while ago too, like when you were beginning like your career and like you were like really yeah. doing these great things already. So like, okay, you're good job with the whole path. It was insane. I like refer to that in my mind sometimes when I feel stressed. I'm like, remember that time yeah. this happened? <laughs> That's yeah. when I like remember that moment. I'm like, anything's possible. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, for me, it's just like uh, what I'm proud of is like be- finding out like how creative I can be and like being able to make content with Tallinn and just like proud of like the branching uh, out of engineering. Yeah, branching out of like something a new. Yeah, passion. totally. We'll say thank you for saying it for me, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You're like fumbling around, I feel like I need to like. It's not a guy talks, okay? He doesn't make a sentence. He just like picks up words that comes <laughs> up. It's like Scrabble. You're playing the game, but yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much like that. 
That's what I'm proud of, I would say. I'm proud of you for that. That's amazing. Thanks, babe. Alrighty. What's your on- number nine? What's your ongoing hobby, Tawin? I'm the crazy plant lady. Yeah. I would say since moving in, right? Yeah. We have like one, two, three, four, five trees. You weren't like this in our before. Apartment. I was never like this. I obviously. Yeah. How, I, was I don't know what I got myself parents. into. <laughs> I don't know what you got. Forget PCS. You should tell me about this plants before we got, <laughs> when we got uh, together. I mean, you can't have enough plants if you ask me. Seriously, if it goes with your space, obviously you don't want to like clutter up and like make everything look like a cluttered mess. Mm-hmm. But it just goes like those two trees on either side of that long mirror that just go this fig tree next to the couch. Like, how could it not be there? Like, it's just I need plants everywhere. No, I In like fact, em. I was on Instagram earlier. Oh, my gosh. You're going to go crazy when I tell you this. But. This one girl, she had an ivy plant and she had a shelf on her wall. So she put the ivy plant on the shelf and then, you know, the, the ivy was like growing and she nailed the wall and like hooked the ivy onto it so that it could just go all over the wall, like grow all over the wall. So her living room wall was like covered in ivy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so next level. We have to do that. <laughs> Look at that. You should see him right now. Happy for you. I'm gonna try it. You're bookmarking all these things. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest, I I like the plants because it brings some life into the to the apartment and it really makes it enjoyable. Like you know when you're inside. I already love our apartment because of all the daylight, but it just it adds extra level. So it's cool. It's cool. But we're at like. 85% capacity. When Weezy right was living with us, I thought he was going to like pee everywhere because he, of all these plants, I thought he'd like think he was like in a yard. <laughs> That's true. Okay. What's your hobby? Uh, my hobby, I would say guitar. I've been like learning the last uh, year, year and a half and just trying to get better. It's oh, definitely it's been, like, two years. Babe. Two years. Well, thank you for reminding me. It's been two now. Yeah. We've been married uh, for one and you were practicing before no, we got married. Yeah, I'm still just getting better. I want to so get like good. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm there yet. I really want to get good one day. Like be able to just like play good good songs and stuff. I'm not there yet, but that's like my hobby. Really relaxes me. I love playing. It's just like very to enjoyable me, to me. To me, you're playing so good because I remember when you first started and you taught yourself how to play. Mm-hmm. You know, using an app that obviously would help. You know, you learn about chords and stuff. But like I remember when you first started. You literally couldn't even like hold the guitar. I mean, of course, nobody Obviously. knows how to play guitar at first, yeah. But now you you're so like talented compared just, to that day. When you listen to rock and you know what it sounds like, you have a high standard. Like, I mean, I grew up listening to Nirvana. I grew up listening to Alice in Chains, okay, like all these different album. Uh, these these like great guitarists, Pink Floyd, my is my day. favorite album. I mean, like you can't. I mean, my favorite band. It's just like you can't compete with these people you can't so when i play i'm like ah, i can't do it listen but anyways i love you it. play 30 minutes a day like how are you supposed to play like nirvana with a real you know minutes. a career and then like working with me and then like 45 minutes a night hopefully you have a chance to play guitar amongst all the other responsibilities <laughs> you have relax you're great next yeah <laughs> I apologize to everybody. <laughs> Favorite quirk about each other. What's yours? Mine is 
your animated dramatic reactions to things they like for example dinner like if i make something really good you'll be like slapping the table and like screaming <laughs> that makes me excited it's my favorite thing about you the drama the melodrama <laughs> the or that's not the right way to say it. the comedy you bring the dramatic comedy okay i'm glad i'm the comedic comedic uh, portion of your life you are i like that everything would be That's so what I like boring doing. I like dinner would just be smile. dinner I like if making it wasn't smile for you laugh. slapping the table and <laughs> that's honestly my favorite thing to do though is making people smile and you laugh, always so. push it to the next that's level, something though. to do too much sometimes he just takes the sisters there. don't know like they don't the know the limits i push it to sirak is like he like ta- he's like how much further can i push her and like i go to the point where like i'm hanging off and i'm like barely on the edge like that's how far off like let I me go. give an example and i climb my back up by he'll put things at the edge of the coffee table at the edge of the dinner table just to like make me freak out that he's gonna spill it or that I, you know it's he wants to like one, make yeah. me laugh right so he, he like puts the cup like halfway off the table one day it falls okay <laughs> but he'll be like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like what did you think was gonna happen he like takes it to the edge sometimes i don't say sorry sometimes i'll be like it was your fault you shouldn't what? have pushed me that far you should have pulled back the cup oh you my shouldn't know gosh better. See that Anyways, my favorite legs. quirk about you Tell is me. like so you'll give like these looks and smiles to me like you know like like you'll be like 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 a little like like a <laughs> what <laughs> my facial expressions yeah but like you know like if i'm like annoyed or something i'm like i'm like like my head is i have a headache and then like, you do i'm like like i get annoyed but like if i'm like in a good mood you do i'm like ha, ah, she's so cute like, <laughs> that's why it's a quirk right i know i am pretty animated with my face i'm glad i'm bringing you joy with it yeah it just i also can't hide anything because my face is so animated like you can see if i'm sad if i'm hiding something if i have a secret like well especially when you know about when you know each other so well like you kind of know when the other person's like annoyed with you or like it's not really happy with (laughs) you so you can there's no longer like acting yeah there's no longer texting like i can tell like for example my sister just by the way her eyes like are just like the slightest um squint or something like i know exactly her mood and like why and what's her problem and what happened like i know she's pissed and <laughs> tell would know when i got or home Sirak, from yeah. work like if i'm like annoyed or not what happened nothing oh my gosh what happened <laughs> like <laughs> okay bonus that was that was 10 questions facts about us but we're gonna do a bonus one because it's a pretty important one why we do this why we have a podcast but why we have the whole you know this page and everything about pcos and helping sisters out there helping a sister out why do we do this because i don't want sisters to go through what i went through and i feel like there are too many things out there that are confusing like resources out there that are confusing and misleading Mm -hmm. like facebook chat forums where everyone goes to complain and there's no solutions there or like you know certain instagram pages that are just overwhelming with facts um i i am into this because we produce content that people can follow it like the simplicity of it all there's just so much you can do for pcos and we start with 
gluten and dairy free like we start with one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and we we don't try to overwhelm our audience with the facts and everything we know as personal trainer and dietitian like we don't um spew all of that information at once we feed it to you in a way that i would have liked to receive it when i was diagnosed yeah that's sweet what about you Uh, I mean, I'm really in line with what you said, babe, is like to help the scissors out there and like to teach them what you learn through your process, but make it easier for them. Because, you know, there's no reason for all women out there to suffer and learn like they should just be able to learn from the get go and not go through that phase of suffering. And it's just why I want why I really keep on doing the same thing every day, bringing you content and bringing information that's like fun to learn from. And so you go in the right direction and like basically forget about your PCOS one day because you're managing it so well. Exactly. We love you, ladies. Yes, <laughs> we do love you. So to end it, we're going to give a quick little um, shout out. We always like to do a winner, winner of the week, a sister who's managing her PCOS. And we're going to read something from a review left on our podcast page. All right, so this review is from Maggie Rod, and she says, These two are definitely a lighthouse for sisters with PCOS. <laughs> Since I was 11, I had regular periods. I had gone from doctor to doctor, and no one gave me a straight answer. It wasn't until I was 29 that a doctor took the extra steps to confirm I have PCOS. Oh my gosh. But that was it. I was only prescribed metformin and birth control and sent home. It wasn't until I did an Instagram search that I found these two and the awesome advice on exercise, stress management, and recipes they have to offer. My whole life, I felt like something was wrong with me, and these two give you the encouragement to live with PCOS and to take the fear of infertility away. For the first time, I feel hopeful. That is sweet. Love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for the lovely review. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that means a lot to us because we just we we put a lot of time and effort, and hearing it's helping is like the number one reason we do it. And it's so motivating for so us. So motivating to keep forward, and that's fills us with joy. Yes, makes us produce more yeah. content. Good job, Maggie. Go, Maggie. Alrighty, that's it for this episode. We hope you liked it. This was just a fun one, just uh, mm-hmm. for a second. We get a pause, um, you know, all the, the information and learning. Let's just have fun for a week. Mm-hmm. Let you guys know more about us. But next week, we're back with it with another episode on PCOS and something you can learn about it. Uh, not sure what that is just yet. We'll see. We want to keep you guys guessing a little bit. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.